Africa update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mansula, good morning. Steve Over, fresh morning and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. In Egypt, the presidential elections, it's the last day. Imagine the situation in Gaza, a big factor. Stephen, it is a big factor as it has overshadowed these elections. But we know, Stephen, the, today being the last day is from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. Six days from now, we are expecting the results to trickle in from Cairo, from almost 67 million uh, eligible voters. Uh, so far, Stephen, like I said to you, the numbers are low because they were saying compared to the previous elections, they had a fell with six points from 41% of the voter turnout. And at the same time, as we said, the conflict in the Middle East, the issues of governance, corruption, arrest of uh, opposition has been one of the concerns that has been going on in Cairo for this e- election. So we'll wait and see what will come out from Cairo beginning from tomorrow as the election results will be trickling in. In Sudan, the warring military parties, they've been, we've been trying, obviously hoping for peace there. African mediation efforts, they're not working. They're, they're not throwing a cold water on them, Stephen. And then this is from IGAT. Remember, IGAT has been working with the United States and Saudi Arabia to mediate uh, to end this conflict, which has killed more than 12,000 people, uh, have pushed 6.5 million people outside Khartoum. Now, both General Abdullah Falta Al-Buran and uh, Hamdan Dagalo, they have refused even to meet. There was this tension that they will meet, but it seems the rapid support force, they don't want to meet him as the head of the state. They want to meet at different levels. So others are saying that they are undermining the efforts of African mediation. So it seems Sudan will still be back on the woods in terms of resolving this conflict that has erupted since the beginning of April. Sure. And then ECOWAS has set up a committee to negotiate with the military government in Niger about going back to civilian rule. Stephen, remember that coup, 26 July coup of Niger led by General Chiani. Uh, it has been on the on the table of ECOWAS to engage. They met in Abuja uh, this past uh, weekend. Uh, and when they came out, one of the issues from the Commissioner for Peace and Security was that we need to engage with the government of Niger to say, how do we return to the civilian rule? Because one of the uh, major challenges in all these military coups is that when are you bringing back the civilian rule because even if you have a military rule you need to have a relation between the military and the civilian the same like sudan we had the same arrangement during the time of hamdok but now we're having the same challenge that in niger that you still have a military rule and ECOWAS is pushing despite its sanctions events that are not working that we see now that the sahel they're forming a federation against ECOWAS, and at the same time you want to have a military intervention so i, I think they are opting for what we call diplomacy now of engaging with niger and then in kenya gosh another national power blackout Stephen is almost for three months now. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Kenya, what they called uh, their Minister of Transport, not Energy, Stephen, they are saying it's a possible act of sabotage and a cover up uh, for uh, Nairobi as a capital city to be going in the dark uh, for the past three months. And others are saying, how do you restore power in the country that since the 25th of August until now, Stephen, you've been having challenges in the major capital city of Kenya. And this also 
is a, a lesson to us, Stephen, from West Africa, uh, Abuja, Lagos have been having the same challenge from the Southern Africa. South Africa have been having the challenges of load shading. Now we see East Africa, Kenya facing the same challenge, and it also bear a brand to the local businesses how to manage their economy when they are struggling with power. And then in our archives, we're staying in Kenya, 12th of December, 1963. Stephen, nothing to celebrate. Even today's their independence when they were liberated from Britain is 60 years down the line, six decades since 12 December 1963, when Mze Jomo Kenyatta became the first, first prime minister uh, on this day. And that's where the, the role of the uh, of the Danke Mati, the Mau Mau, also was influential in the rise of this independence of Kenya from the 40s until the 60s. Like I said, Stephen, today is the Independence Day, but nothing to celebrate without power in Nairobi, Kenya, the land of the Danke Mati, the land of MZ Jomo Kenyatta, now under the hustler William Ruto. Asante Sana SG, as we are still leading the conversation, SAFM observing the Reconciliation Month. Harass Advocate Sipo Montulip, thank you so much. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day.